Are marketing and sales actually connected? That's an age-old question. And sure, they are. But how? That's on tap for today. I'm Chris Manley. This is the Ingenious Podcast. Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast. Good to have you along with us. The Ingenious Podcast is here to give marketing and sales decision makers, the people actually responsible for revenue of their companies, high-level insights into marketing. On this podcast, we'll be featuring guests each episode who bring perspectives that keep you on top of marketing and give you what you need to lead your organization forward. On today's episode, we're talking marketing's connection to sales. How are they linked? How should they be linked? How do you get them working together to create a high-performing organization? On the show today, we're joined by Corey Radford, Director of All Things Sales and Marketing at Ingenious. Corey has spent his professional career in sales and marketing, and today, he's going to help us figure out this great link in our own organizations. Corey, welcome. Thanks for having me, Chris. Yeah, so you, you spent a lot of time in sales and marketing. Let's, let's just start from the top and help just kind of give us a brief overview of what is marketing, what is sales? Yeah, so if we're going to talk about how these are connected, I do think it, it makes sense to start there. So. What is sales? Sales really in, in the, the act of, of marketing is and goal should be to encourage leads and to build relationships with potential customers through a variety of, of strategies and channels. The, the goal being marketing drives leads, marketing drives brand awareness. And, and really when it all boils down, it's trying to get in front of and identify who target market is and who, who viable prospects are. Yeah. So you said, I mean, first and foremost, marketing is driving leads. I, I think, you know, if, if I think back to, um, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs that I've met and, and people who are fairly new in business and kind of starting companies for the first time, you know, a lot of times one of the first things they tell me is, oh my gosh, I got to get a salesperson. Um, you know, but what you're saying is you need the salesperson once you're ready to start closing the leads. But, you know, really marketing is who should be driving these leads. Correct. And, I don't hear it talked about like this very often, but I really think that it should be viewed with, with this lens that really c- consumers have more information than they've ever had before at their fingertips. And they're doing a lot more research now to identify who they want to work with really before they ever reach out to somebody. And all of those touch points prior to them ever actively reaching out to talk to somebody at your organization all those fall into the lap of marketing. So I would argue, and, and again, it's not talked about like this very often, but marketing at this point really is sales in that, again, every touch point that they would have online, digitally on a postcard or whatever, that is really us starting to sell our brand and get it in front of them and make sure that we've got the right message and that we're portrayed the right way and that we are... If we're trying to facilitate some sort of action, whether that be on a website, filling out a contact form or downloading a piece of content that we're facilitating that action. Yeah. So you talk about, you know, marketing kind of being part of sales. I mean, do we really need to be picturing this as marketing really is part of the sales team? They're just involved a different stage than what we typically think of as the sales process. Correct. Yeah. When we, in the traditional sense, when we hear sales, we're thinking that's more about that one-on-one 
really relationship building part of this to where we pick it up when it, where it's warm and we kind of take it through contract signing. And again, in really the, the digital age that we're in, even I would say in our, in our world, we talk a lot about the buyer's journey. And when I refer to that, I'm talking about really any point at which a client might hear about our brand or get engaged. And it's, it's really all the touch points that they might have with us from start to finish from again, awareness, first hearing about our brand all the way down to they've got a proposal and they sign marketing really at this point plays a part in a lot of those stages. I would argue probably all of them and the, the connotation too that really prospects are all going through that funnel in chronological order. I think that's a myth too. I mean, you'll get people who, just hear about you yesterday and might be ready to buy today, just as you'd get somebody who might have been in the sales, in the sales world, warm and ready, and then end up back somewhere in the middle of the funnel and needing marketing to, to draw some more content on them to get them back ready to buy again. So, so it's not this hard and fast thing of like, Oh, there's marketing over here. And then there's this big brick wall. And then you've got your sales on the other side of it. Correct. Yeah. They, they both have to work together and, and really, I think what we've seen is, yeah, the people who market effectively are having to do it through all throughout that that buyer's journey. Yeah, so it's interesting. I, I talked about a brick wall because I I feel like when when you think about marketing and sales, so yeah, I mean, there, there's this, it's, it's I don't know. I, I don't want to over dramatize it, but I mean, it really is. It's like there's this epic life lifelong battle between the marketing people and the sales people. Um, you know, and on, on one side, I mean, you've got the, the, the marketing people that are just like, you know, or, well, maybe the sales people started off. I, I don't know really who started. It's like chicken and the egg thing, but you know, it, it's like, well, the sales numbers aren't what they need to be, you know? So the manager's coming down from on high, you know, the, the, the boss in the business is like, Oh my gosh, we got to get our sales numbers up. You know? And then the sales people are, are sitting there like, Oh my gosh, if, if the marketing people just give us better leads, then we can actually do our job. Um, you know, and then marketing people over here are just like, Oh my gosh, if you could get, you know, less sucky salespeople on the other end, you know, you'd actually be able to sell some of the stuff. And it just, it creates this tension there where it's almost like there is a brick wall. Is that, is that real? I mean, do you actually see that in organizations? Yeah, I think you really do. And it's, I think it's rooted in both of those groups of people having different perspectives, but yeah, I mean, I can tell you again, having, I've actually got more of a sales background and I've heard it from some, some colleagues of mine in a previous role that I had. It's like, yeah, we just had this meeting with the marketing group and they just talked about a bunch of numbers that I don't really care about. Where are my leads? <laughs> and so, I mean, that's the one side of it. And then, um, I would say too, though, that in, in the role I'm in, I do listen to a lot of podcasts and, and try to take in a lot of material uh, on both sides of this really working to constantly improve our team. And it is really funny to hear if you get a hold of some material that's put together for marketers to hear the way they talk about sales and <laughs> essentially like the, the other monster in the room of like how to talk to them and what words to use. It, it is, it is very, very interesting and funny, just, just the different perspectives. And, and that's what it is. And I think some of it is acknowledging that, and understanding how to get them to work together. Um, and we talk about perspective. It's, I boil it down to a couple of things. It's marketers have, in terms of what they focus on, it's, it's their, their big picture, their strategy, their, 
they're more in, involved and, and more interested in process while you've got the salespeople really more interested in building individual relationships and really the thing you always hear pushed on sales is, is results and revenue. Yeah, so I, I want to, I want to step back for a second. You said, you know, marketing so focused on process and just kind of how you go about stuff, you know, in sales is focused on the individual relationships and actually making the sale it is, is part of the problem here that marketing isn't acknowledging that, that, that one-on-one interaction, the sales side is actually critical to the end result that both need to be focused on. I think that's an accurate way to put it, but I think it goes both way. It's, It's so often, yeah, we've got marketers who have a bunch of metrics that they can pull and they're not vanity metrics. All that's important, but with, with different, with different KPIs and, and essentially different goals, then it's easy for marketing to sit in on one side, kind of in their tower saying like, yeah, we got this much traffic to the site or we were able to, to get this many eyes on this piece. But we know traffic doesn't actually create. I mean, it, traffic doesn't equal sales. Correct. Well, at the same time, we've got sales going like, yeah, I've got this sales quote. I've got a hit and I know I need to sell these six projects. We're at five. I need one more. How am I going to get there? Who can I talk to? And and it's again, as long as they have separate separate goals and separate metrics to track, then it's going to be hard to get people on the same page. And, and so I don't want to point one finger one way on just one group, but it's marketers have to get beyond like a concept and like a buyer persona to actually getting some feedback from sales. But I would put that on both groups. I mean, they need to be involved enough to know during the sales process what some of the pain points are people are talking about so they can create marketing material and really try to dig in and, and address that. So, I mean, if it's working right, then yeah marketing is is marketing what sales is selling and they're working together yeah so so at the end of the day i mean part of this is just getting them focused on the same page getting them focused on the same goal um is that is that kind of sum it up yeah it is it's it's getting them working towards the same same metric for success yeah that's great okay so we'll be back in just a moment talking about how do we get sales and marketing focused on the same metric for success. But first, a word from our sponsor. Thanks for listening to the Ingenious Podcast. We are a digital marketing agency helping clients connect with customers and develop business through strategic web design and tailored digital marketing services. Every business is unique, so we listen first to prescribe online marketing solutions developed for businesses. For proof of how we can improve your online presence and for more information on Ingenious, visit wepoweryourbusiness.com. Okay, we're back. We're talking marketing and sales and the connection between them. Uh, I've got our guest, Corey Radford, here, uh, who, who's really helping us guide through this. And we, we really kind of got this down to the point of how do we get them working on the same page? I mean, I, I, you know, we, we actually were, were just talking about it during the, during the break that there, there are studies out there and people have looked into this and there are untold costs of marketing and sales not working well together. I think I mean like, you know, a certain percentage of just lost revenue if they're not on the same page. Um, so, you know, Corey, how, how do these two teams actually work well together? Like what, what are, you know, what does that look like in, in a, if we can take this epic battle and actually get them to play nice together? I mean, what does it look like if they do? Um, I think some of the results that you can expect is, is, kind of marketing warming up the lead and making easier for sales, which means you're going to make more sales. Um, it allows for a more streamlined and overall a more enjoyable 
customer experience, which is incredibly important. And again, we've already kind of hit on it and mentioned it, but throughout a buyer's journey now, really people need different things at different points and not everybody is entering at the top and going straight through the bottom. So the really the need for both parties to work together and all of the material be cohesive is, is super, super important. Yeah. So in terms of working together, do you, what, what is the goal that sales and marketing really are? I mean, you know, if, if you look at, I mean, most of the time in an organization, sales and marketing are kind of, even though they are kind of, they, they can feel like two completely different groups of people, you know, they're often kind of segmented in the same group. I mean, when you look at the organize, organizational chart, you know, you've got your, your sales and marketing people over here. You've got your operations people who are either providing the service or producing the product. You've got your, you know, finance and HR people and all those other kind of people over here. You know, when, when all of those other people are kind of looking at sales and marketing over here and they're like, okay, what are we counting on sales and marketing to do? What is that? And, and are they actually focused on that? Yeah. I mean, so if you're, if you're asking me how to align sales and marketing, I'm going to break it down into really three, three things. And the first one's exactly what you're talking about. The first one is we've got to unify these both groups under one common goal. Um, Chris, you know that I was a baseball player and lucky enough to play in college. I played at Elon University and everything that I do, I can't help but think of it in terms of sports and, and really for this situation in particular, it's almost like you've got sales in one dugout and marketing in the other. And man, if they're like that, they're just always going to be at odds with each other. So until you get them both in the dugout, in the same dugout and speaking the same language and pointed towards a common goal, we're, we're just never really going to make any progress. So yeah, I think of the three things that I would, I would call out and kind of encourage people to do number one on my list is going to be rally around a common goal. And I really feel like that that common goal should be revenue growth. Yeah. So it, it, it you got to get both teams, you know, where a hit for marketing equals a hit for sales and, and revenue growth. Yeah. I mean, that, that's where, where it needs to be. So what are the, you know, how, how do you kind of get there? I mean, what are some of the steps you take to help sales understand the importance of marketing for marketing to understand the importance of sales and get them on the same page to where they're kind of moving towards that common goal together? What does that look like? Yeah, I think that that, that kind of runs right down my list and hits on the number two of the three things that I mentioned about how do we get the two to align and it's, it's communication and collaboration. It's, I think that starts with having regular team meetings something like this can't be an afterthought. And when we talk about the connection between sales and marketing too, I laugh at, I laugh at all the buzzwords and, and just you hear smarketing and you hear growth team and you hear, I mean, people have named it all kinds of funny stuff and that makes me laugh a little bit. But again, at the root of it, it's, it's about getting the two groups together. It's facilitating two-way communication and that's vital. It's by having these regular team meetings, then the marketers get to hear a little more straight from the salespeople about some of the pain points that the people they're talking to have. They get to talk about really the questions that they ask. They really get that perspective that takes it to the next level that allow a marketer who's so data-driven and, and not so relational, it, it kind of transitions it into more of like, this is not a buyer persona or this is not like a, a fake group that I made up, but this is like, this fits right into one of those categories and this is a real group. So how can we cater everything that we do 
to try to meet this individual's needs or address their pain points. So communication and collaboration, I think, is is the key there. And it starts with regular meetings. Yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the back and forth communication is is critical. I mean, you know, marketing doesn't typically get to talk to prospects and customers. Sales does all the time. That's all they do. And so it's vital that marketing is actually hearing what the questions are that prospects have. What are the concerns of customers? What are the pain points that customers are actually having? That's got to drive marketing content. Uh, likewise, if you're not getting salespeople engaged with coming up with some of what that marketing content is, it's probably not focused on the, the day-to-day issues that the salespeople are actually encountering with their customers. Yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because I actually hear that all the time from from some marketers in, in my network is, yeah, we're really struggling to figure out what this next initiative is. And uh, you probably already know my two cents, but it's like, have you talked to your salespeople? <laughs> because they know. They know, what's, they know what's on top of mind for the people that you're trying to reach. So... It, it, you're right. It all starts there. So what else, what else can we do? Any other, any other pointers or tips of how we get this alignment between sales and marketing? Yeah, really my big three. And again, first one's coming together under a common goal. Number two is communication and collaboration. Number three is probably going to be a new concept for some people, or at least maybe a new idea, but it's to incentivize the collaboration. And that when I say that again, coming from a sales background, it, it seems like, you know, you have a big sales month or quarter and it's like sometimes there are bonuses and rewards or, or whatnot. But I very rarely hear that being essentially talked about or shared with with a marketing team. And in this case, it's if there is a big sales quarter, if you really dig into the numbers and in the root of why it was probably a big sales quarter, it's probably because marketing did a lot of things really well that quarter to put sales in a position to do what they do. So it's incentivizing both of those groups equally. Again, if they're both working towards that common goal, if that common goal is is met or exceeded. Yeah, but it can't just be the sales team that gets the trip to Jamaica. You got to include the marketing people too. <laughs> exactly. They're going to have to come along. Yeah. I, I think part, uh, you know, what I'm kind of hearing is this, this overarching theme of, you know, talk about Jamaica and, you know, uh, trips to places. I mean, you got to put them in the same boat. Um, I, I think in so many organizations, I see them and you really do have this distinctive marketing team where you've got a marketing team lead. You've got a sales team with a sales team lead. And yeah, they may report to the same VP, but why do we need to have two separate teams? Why not just combine them, make it one team, and, and really kind of unify them around those goals? I mean, have common rewards across the board. Um, you know, if the, if the sales teams if the sales team wins, well, it had something to do with marketing. Make sure everybody's getting part of this reward. And we're not just trying to, you know, I mean, yes, we're at the end of the day, we're marketers. I mean, well, you're a salesperson too, but I mean, we're in a marketing company. Sure, we're advocating for the marketing people, but no, it, it's it's really a, around this common goal, this shared goal of where we're trying to get to, and. And at some point, you just got to put everybody in the same room and lock them in the room and say, hey, y'all got to figure out how to get there together. You know, you can't keep going on these divergent paths. Like, you got to work together to actually get there. That's marketing's connection to sales. Uh, you put them together. That's They, they got to be. And it, I mean, you can keep them on these two different paths. But if they're on, if they're on two different paths, they're going in two different directions. Uh, let's get them focused on the same direction, the same goal. And that really helps marketing's connection to sales help drive your organization forward. Uh, any last thoughts, Corey? No, it's just been a pleasure to be on here. And again, I would encourage everybody listening, if you're on one of those two teams, go to the other side and try to meet and find common ground. Because if you do, it's it's really going to help your organization 
growing is going to help you and your team succeed. Well, thank you so much, Corey, for joining us. The Ingenious Podcast is engineered by TJ DeLucia and assisted by Anna Beam and Justin Beam. Samantha Wagner is our assistant producer. Our theme music was composed by Joseph McDade. This has been executive produced by yours truly. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you back next time, everybody.